My content is designed for informational and educational purposes only. Please consult with an advisor or a brokerage firm when making an investment decision. Do your own research and please be aware of the risks when making an informed financial decision. No suggestion throughout this episode is an offer to buy or sell any investment. These views are based on my own and the guests. You must understand your own risk tolerance and be comfortable with making a specific investment decision. When it comes to investing for the long term, it's important to look at more tax advantage ways of how you can be able to reduce your tax liability with your retirement accounts. And with iTrust Capital, they allow clients to invest in crypto through an individual retirement account or an IRA. IRAs are tax sheltered accounts, which means all of your crypto trading is tax free and it can even grow tax free as well over time. The process of signing up with iTrust Capital is really easy and the service is awesome. The best part is, is that it's totally free to open up an account and there's no hidden fees. The platform also offers a growing list of over 25 different cryptocurrencies to invest in with more being added all the time. So it's easy to diversify your portfolio with a new mobile app that allows clients to trade whenever they want. iTrust Capital has really earned its place in the market being voted best crypto investment platform throughout the US. As a special tip for my listeners, if you open and fund an account today, you will get a $100 funding bonus added to your account. To learn more, click the link in the description to open up a free account and get started today. One, thank you for listening to another Insightful Principles podcast. In today's content, I want to discuss how to develop an investment strategy. Uh, So important, especially as you learn uh, more about planning for the long term, you know, having a portfolio uh, put together. Uh, That strategy is so important because it allows you to be able to balance the risk and reward of when you're managing investments within a portfolio. And in today's economy, it's important to look at your investment strategy and see if you're making improvements or if your strategy needs to be adjusted. So the very first aspect of an investment strategy is looking at your financial situation, looking at your financial profile. When do you want to retire? How much investment risk are you willing to take? What is your time horizon? Take some time to ask yourself these questions because let's say for someone that's 30 years old and they want to retire at 60 years old, that person having more exposure into uh, stocks within their portfolio in comparison to bonds is one thing that they will consider because a person is able to take on more investment risks when they're much younger because they have more time to recover in the market when there are down periods. Whereas a person that's 50 years old and they're looking to retire at 60, their investment strategy is going to look much different than someone in a different age bracket. They may want more stability. They may move more to a conservative approach where they need more income because they're approaching their retirement and they want more exposure into bonds instead of stocks. Now, the second aspect of an investment strategy is deciding how to allocate funds within a portfolio. This is most known as targeted asset allocation. So for example, a person may say, I want 80% in stocks and 20% in bonds. Well, how does that exactly look? 
all that really means is if you had a hundred dollars a month and you're putting that towards your retirement eighty dollars will go into stocks and twenty dollars will go into bonds this step also provides a direction on how an investor will position their portfolio throughout different periods uh, within their investment journey now the third aspect is looking at what type of asset allocation mix you have do you have a growth mix is it balanced moderate or even aggressive growth an investor with an, an aggressive growth approach may have 60 percent in stocks 25 percent in international stocks and 15 percent in bonds whereas someone with more of a balanced approach they're going to have more 50% of stocks and 50% in bonds. And there's a great chart that I found uh, online. It's actually a couple charts um, on the Fidelity uh, report. They have it on one of their websites where they broke down the different targeted asset mixes. And it really shows like what it would be the most appropriate what situation and, and how this would be appropriate for you as an investor. So, for example, I'll read a couple of them that they have here. So, for someone that has more of a conservative asset mix, they're seeking to minimize fluctuations in market values. They want to take an income-oriented approach with some potential for capital appreciation. So, people that fall under this category, like I mentioned, maybe retirees and maybe people that are five years away from retirement and exactly how this asset allocation will look is they will have 50 percent in bonds 14 percent in stocks six percent in international stocks and 30 percent in short-term instruments whether that's they may hold a cash position or it may be in like treasury bills which are really just short-term government obligations whereas someone that has a most aggressive asset mix they're going to seek very aggressive growth they can tolerate very wide fluctuations in market values especially over the short term and their asset allocation is going to be more 70 percent in stocks and 30 percent in international stocks so they wouldn't have a bond uh you know exposure with that uh, portfolio mix if you're a podcast enthusiast like i am you probably thought about making a podcast on your own creating a podcast is one of the best decisions i've made personally but it definitely can feel overwhelming when trying to start one on your own that's where buzzsprout comes in their platform is hands down the easiest and the best way to launch promote and track a professional podcast it's in fact so good that they have helped over a hundred thousand people launch their own podcast. Buzzsprite will get your show on every major podcast directory, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more within minutes of your recording. You also get a great-looking podcast website, detailed analytics to see how people are listening to your podcast, and tools to promote your episodes as well. Plus, Buzzsprout publishes new blog posts, podcast episodes, and YouTube videos every week. So you can learn the ins and outs of podcasting from people that live it every day. To start your own podcast and to get a $20 Amazon gift card, follow the link in the show notes that lets Buzzsprout know that we sent you and help support our show. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. And then the other aspect that's very important is when you are looking at the different 
asset mixes when it comes to how you want to allocate your funds. You can also analyze the historical returns of different types of asset allocation and see which one is best based on your financial situation. So also um, on the Fidelity site, they do have asset mix returns. And this is really allowing an investor to consider the return in the volatility trade-offs. There is always going to be trade-offs, whether you decide to have a balanced approach with your investment strategy or an aggressive growth, you're either more risk is going to come with more return and you know less risk is going to come with less return. And also when you're taking more risk, you have the potential to have a further downward uh, years when it comes to your portfolio. There could be downward periods where your portfolio could be down 40-50%, but the return over the long term could be much higher. So just a couple of these asset mix returns I wanted to break down is for uh, most aggressive, and they measured this from January of 1926 to December of 2012, of people that had an asset mix return of most aggressive with the 70-30, so they're doing 70% in stocks and 30% international stocks, their highest one-year return was 162.89%, whereas their lowest one-year return was negative 67.56%, and then the highest five-year return was 36.12%, and the lowest five-year return was negative 17.36% and the average annual return was 9.93%. Now, in, 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 in contrast, when you look at someone that has more of a balanced asset mix, so they have 35% in stocks, 40% in bonds, 15% in international stocks, and then 10% that's more uh, short-term investments for these type of people they're looking at more of it's going to be 76.5 percent for the highest one-year return negative 40.64 percent of the lowest one-year return and then 23.14 percent for the highest five-year and then lastly negative 6.18 for the lowest five-year return so as you can see here person that has the most aggressive asset allocation they're taking on more risk, but it's also a higher reward, a higher return, a higher average annual return. Someone is more balanced. They don't have as much drawdown on their portfolio. So it really depends on where you're at within your time horizon and what your risk appetite is. But it's definitely good to look at those historical aspects because you can also have some perspective when it comes to your investment strategy. And then honestly, the last step is really deciding on your investment selections. So you've gotten to the point where you've decided on your target asset allocation. You have a better understanding of the historical returns of different asset mixes. And with your investment selections, one strategy that you can do is looking at index funds. And index funds are simply funds that mirror a certain index. So you can have a, a technology index fund or a consumer staples index fund and they mirror a particular index and this could potentially reduce your risk because an investor is investing in an index that has a portfolio of stocks in that one fund whereas if you're investing in one stock or a couple stocks you're putting all of your eggs in those baskets so this podcast has also been sponsored by ledger the largest crypto hardware wallet in the industry 
They're trusted by over 2 million users. And the purpose of having a hardware wallet is to protect yourself against exchanges, freezing your crypto assets. You look at Celsius, you look at Voyager, of uh, actually freezing the withdrawals and also any type of trading on their platforms. When you have a hardware wallet, it does remo remove you from this particular risk. Also with Ledger, they just recently released their Nano S Plus, uh, which is giving people the opportunity to use Web3 uh, to be able to take advantage of DeFi and using NFTs uh, with on their hardware wallet. But if you go in the show notes, I'll have all of my information so you can be able uh, to take advantage of the different offerings that they have. And Ledger is the best in class when it comes to safely securing your crypto assets. So, you know, having uh, index funds that can give you exposure to different aspects in the stock market. You know, another thing to keep in mind is you have what's called like a total stock market index fund. A lot of companies have them. Uh, if you look on a lot of different brokerage sites, uh, you can kind of find different uh, index funds that measure the investment return of the overall stock market. They use that as a benchmark and then they use their index fund to actually mirror that performance. You know, for bond investors, there, there also are options where you can look at a bond ETF that focuses on the total bond market, whether you're looking more short term bonds or, you know, long term bonds. So, you know, that's a couple things to keep in mind when you're structuring index funds. And I think, you know, find what your interests are, you know, look at what are some demanded needs within our economy, whether you're seeing now that we're in a, a climate where demand has gone down because of just a high interest rate environment, we're seeing more tightening uh, with monetary supply. So more people are focused on value. So what are some great consumer staple index funds or some great uh, healthcare index funds? Because right now value and having more of a defensive approach is one thing that a lot of people are focusing on because we are seeing demand going down. We're seeing a lot of different issues with supply chain uh, constraints and just how the macroeconomic landscape has you know, impacted a lot of different things here in the US. So a lot of people are looking at more you know, of value and growth. So I definitely think being diversified, looking at different sectors, getting ex exposure to the international markets, these are different ways that you can not only develop an investment strategy, but then really decide on, okay, if I do want to have more of an 80-20 approach where it's 80% in stocks and 20% in bonds, what are some index funds that I can allocate to get exposure in those different areas? So I think that's a great way to think about your investment strategy. And all in all, when you are developing your investment strategy, always remember you know what your financial situation is you have to look at that first you have to look at you know when you're wanting to retire what your time horizon is what your risk tolerance is and then from there you progress on understanding your targeted asset allocation then from there you're looking at what is the particular asset mix that you want are you looking for more growth are you wanting to be more moderate are you wanting to be balanced and then looking at the historical returns and seeing what have different asset mixes done over time. And then lastly, from there, it's just really deciding your investment selections and really diversifying your portfolio in different sectors and looking at, you know, different opportunities. But I uh, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. 
Um, if you can, please rate, leave a review, uh, continue to share this with your family and friends. That's greatly appreciated. And thank you all for listening and take care.